welcome back to the Hearts of Disney podcast. How you doing, Jess? I'm good. How are you, Brian? I'm feeling pretty good. We're actually recording this the eve of before we leave to Walt Disney World. Let's get things rolling here. We're going to start off with a Disney devotional today. So, Jessica, take it away. Our devotional today is called The Magic Kingdom. So we've now gone through the huge Disney welcome gate. So let's get started at the parks. Where do we go first? Well, unless you know absolutely nothing about Disney, you know where we have to start. We have to start at the beginning, of course. What park represents the beginning more than Magic Kingdom? After all, it's the original park. It's a park that started it all. It's a park with more rides and attractions than any other. It's the park that is very appropriately named. More about that later. However, before we swipe our magic bands and enter this most visited theme park in the world, let's talk about the Magic Kingdom in general, shall we? The Magic Kingdom officially opened on October 1st, 1971. In 2017, it was the most visited theme park in the world for the 12th year in a row. And it's been the most visited park in North America for at least 15 years and most likely more. It is typically represented in pictures by its main icon, Cinderella Castle, which is based on the 1915 film. Construction of this park began in 1967 after Walt Disney had died in 1966. So although he certainly knew this park was coming, he never got to see the finished product with his own eyes. Walt hated the fact that in Disneyland, there was no way for cast members to get from one area to another without being seen. Therefore, it was his vision for this park to have a secret, a secret tunnel system underneath. Since most of Florida is at sea level or lower, it was impossible to have an underground system. Therefore, tons of dirt was removed to the side of the park to raise it up one level. The Magic Kingdom was actually built on a second story. This accomplished two things. It created the Seven Seas Lagoon in front of the park, which the monorail and deluxe resorts surround. It also allowed a system of tunnels called Utilidors to be built underneath the park. This allows cast members' movement and all operations to take place out of sight. The park itself opens with 23 attractions and two resorts. Today, there are more than 1,000 audio animatronics throughout the park. Located nearly directly under the castle is the digital animation control station, which controls all of these, as well as all the ride vehicles, sound, lighting, and etc. in the entire park. When the Magic Kingdom officially opened, Walt's brother Roy made this dedication. He announced the park would officially include his brother's first name in the title as a tribute to his vision and hard work. Roy spoke these words on opening day. Walt Disney World is a tribute to the philosophy and life of Walter Elias Disney and to the talents, the dedication, and loyalty of the entire Disney organization that made Walt Disney's dream come true. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Notice that he called the park a happy place. Over the years, this park had been the most often described with two main adjectives, happy and magical. It is often referred to as the happiest place on earth and as a magical place, hence the park name. I can vouch for both. Those words truly do describe what a true Disney fan experience 
while visiting each and every time. As you will probably be able to tell as you read the following devotionals, Disney World is truly my happy place on Earth. There is really no place on Earth I'd rather be. What about you? What is your happy place? Think about it. What place on Earth truly makes you the happiest? Is it Disney World, the beach, the mountains, your home? There is nothing wrong with being happy on Earth. In fact, in Ecclesiastes 3, 12-13, it reads, I perceived that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to, be, and to do good as long as they live. Also, that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. Happiness is a gift from God. He gives us laughter, pleasure, and joy while we are here on earth. It's fine and healthy to have a happy place of your own. I hope your truly happy place is not of this earth. I made sure that when talking about Disney as my happy place, I mentioned on earth. My true happy place will be in heaven with my father, his son, and my family. That's what I truly want to be. That's when I'll truly be happy forever. So how do we get there and be truly happy? In a famous Sermon on the Mount, spoken by Jesus in Matthew, Matthew 5 through 7, he begins with what are called the Beatitudes. Each one of these starts with the words, Blessed are the. If you look at the Greek from which this was translated, the word blessed could also be translated happy. So we are given a list here by Jesus of what makes us happy here on earth. The list ends with Jesus stating, Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven. As long as we follow the words of Christ and try to live just as he did, he will show us how to get there and be truly happy forever with him. We'll talk more in certain entries about heaven and how to get there. One thing is certain, heaven is the true magic kingdom that we all can hope for thanks to the sacrifice of Jesus. Thank you, Jessica. All right, now on to some Disney news. Just this past Tuesday, December 7th, Disneyland and Make-A-Wish joined forces and they made some Star Wars wishes come true. They had Galaxy's Edge to themselves. It was the first of its kind of event that was on Planet Batuu. What do you think of that? That's pretty cool. That is actually pretty awesome. They had all to themselves and they got to drive the Millennium Falcon or just made some pretty cool out of this world experiences for them. And Make-A-Wish has done many, many things for lots of children. Yep. D Disney and Make-A-Wish definitely uh, do very well um, wishes. And Disney actually does the most wishes out of any organization for Make-A-Wish. We actually might have someone from Make-A-Wish come onto the show one time and talk about some of the stuff that Make-A-Wish and Disney do. So that would be pretty exciting to hear about that. Next bit of news is that in Epcot at Walt Disney World, the International Festival of the Arts will be returning on January 14th through February 21st of 2022. This is a pretty cool event. I haven't been to it myself, but I do see a lot of people who absolutely love it. This year they're going to have more than 100 different artists that are from Disney and also visiting artists that will showcase their art and beautiful creations. They're also going to feature two new food booths, Deco Delights and the Craftsman's Courtyard. 
The Complete Food Guide well, is also found on Disney Parks blog. So for more information, that's where you can find everything about all the different food booths that they're going to have and what they're going to offer and all the different um, artists and everything will be on there as well, too. So that sounds like fun. One of these days we'll make it there. All right, now let's talk about uh, some uh, Christmas in Walt Disney World and Give Kids the World. You excited? I am very excited, and I'm counting the only hours until we get on this airplane. And we're bringing my sister, Michaela. It's going to be great. Yes, so Walt Disney World, get ready. Give Kids the World, get ready. We're coming. So uh, we've never been to Walt Disney World at Christmas time. So this is going to be exciting for us. Christmas is my favorite time of year, so I'm very, very excited to see all the decorations and everything they've got going on. I have to say I'm looking forward to walking down Main Street, just taking a nice stroll, taking it all in, the sights, the smells. The snow. Florida snow, you got to love it. And it is actually snow. It's Florida snow. I know it's Florida snow, but I mean, when I said snow, I don't want people thinking I mispronounced it. It's snow. Easy cleanup, too. No no shovels, no plows involved. Just lots of suns. Yeah, but it goes away. Oh, hey, it's so pretty. I ain't complaining. (laughs) So the other thing I'm looking forward to doing is getting on the monorail, going to the Grand Floridian. And checking out the the big Christmas tree, and then that life size gingerbread house. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to see the gingerbread house for years, and it just looks so good. And it, I've heard it smells amazing in there, and you can buy shingles that they had left over. I'm gonna buy some of you. I'll just eat some of yours. No, that's mine. <laughs> you can share. <laughs> One of the things I do want to do is also just get a hot chocolate, sit on the loft, and actually just take in the sights. Sometimes they have someone playing the piano and playing some Christmas music and be able just to take in the tree, the gingerbread house. So one of our listeners and also who is also in the Hearts of Disney group, Michael Taylor, he had something to say about the Grand Floridian. This is what he had to say. Just like Walt Disney World, every other part of the year, they go full Santa and decorate all the locations in amazing time and ways throughout the park. Unfortunately, there's just too much to do in so little time. In previous years, I've had the privilege of staying at Grand Floridian. As a matter of fact, my first ever Disney trip and resort stay was at the Grand at Christmas. It ruined my life forever, LOL. I love sitting in the lobby of the ground looking at the tree in Gingerbread House. As a six-foot-tall man, you'll never expect there to be a house made of food taller than you. With Disney magic, they accomplish it. And even in non-holiday times, the lobby of the ground, when either the piano or society orchestra is an amazing time. He also told me to be very careful of their couches. He says their couches are very, very comfortable. So you may have to pull me off one of the couches. No napping at Disney. Oh, I didn't say I was taking a nap. The other thing I'm really looking forward to has nothing to do with Christmas time at Walt Disney World, but it's going to Steakhouse 71. That was a very hard reservation to get. 
Thank you to somebody with some connections who we are able to get in. I do love me some steak. The reviews on this restaurant are absolutely incredible. People are saying it's probably one of the best restaurants on Walt Disney World property. So I'm like super stoked for this one. I don't know what I'm going to have. We're going there for lunch. I don't know if I'm going to get the burger. I heard it's a really good burger. You're going to go to a steakhouse and get a burger? I heard this is not just any burger. But I might get steak. I don't know yet. Or you can get the burger and I'll get the steak and we can share. Hey, there's a good idea. So, yeah, well, I'm really excited to check that that restaurant. It it used to be where the Wave is in the Contemporary. They redid it recently, recently opened, and it's now called Steakhouse 71, like I mentioned before. 71 being the year that Walt Disney World opened. And I hear there's a lot of really cool pictures on the walls of as they were building Walt Disney World and all the different history that went behind Walt Disney World. So I'm really excited to check check that stuff out because you know how, you know me and Walt Disney history. And while we're there, we're going to get to see our friend Tim, talking to him a lot on, in the group. So yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. Then we go back to probably Magic Kingdom after that and close the day up. Our first day, which is tomorrow, we're meeting up with Robert and Brandy Sabol from Sabol Family Vlogs. Yes, that's going to be a lot of fun. I am very excited. They're good friends of ours, and it's going to be great. And we are getting them to try the Beverly for the first time. And you're right, I'm not going to let you forget about it. It's going to be Michaela's first time trying a Beverly as well. She's going to love it. For all you Disney people who know what we're talking about. It was rated as the 2020 drink. So when people ask how 2020 is, you say, oh, it was a real Beverly. So Epcot does have some pretty cool things going on, too, right now for the, for the Christmas season. You get to see the different Santas from the different countries in each country while you're there. And you get to hear the story behind their Santa and how they dress and, and, and the story that went behind it. So that's going to be exciting to see. Everyone. We also get to see Harmonious for the first time. So yeah, we will be doing a live stream of the fireworks. That will be in the group. So if you're not in the group, you want to see the fireworks, please feel free to join the group. And you'll be able to see the, the live stream of Harmonious, which is very exciting. We're also going to be able to see some fire, the new fireworks in Magic Kingdom as well the next day enchantment so that's been a lot of fun as well i think we might also try to do the cookie trail at epcot that sounds like fun we'll see yeah we can get one of the the passports and i think it's five cookies and you get a free cookie i, if I think it's four cookies and the fifth one's free if we complete it i guess we'll have to find out and then i'm pretty sure that if you are Someone who lives in Florida, um, you do not have to do the passport on one day. You can come back and get a cookie the next day. You don't have to live in Florida. It can just well, be. Well, no, but if you're there, it's easier for a Floridian. Yeah, but if you're there for like let's say a week or so, and you go there a couple times, you can do over a couple days. True. 
We're also going to be able to see Hollywood Studios for Christmas. They're really uh, decked out for Christmas. I don't, I don't know too many of the different offerings they have for Christmas, but I guess we're about to find out. I think, I think the big thing with them is they're just decorated as old-fashioned Christmas, which I'm is going to be fun. I'm just happy to be back. You know, um, they have Galaxy's Edge. I'm really hoping to get Akalon to rise of the resistance. Yes, that's gonna be that's gonna be a hard one to get, but we're gonna try. It was so much fun. I want to take her on it so bad. That and Mickey and Minnie's running away. Away. That was a fun one. That was cool. I like I like the trackless rides. And then we also have Toy Story Land. That'll be I fun. I love Toy Story Land. Slinky was amazing. I can't wait to ride Slinky again. I also heard that they have some. Jingle bell sounds on Slinky Dog as he's going around for Christmas season. Oh my goodness, that's so cool! And the alien flying saucers, I heard they play Christmas music during the Christmas season. I don't know if I want to go on alien saucers, and it's kind of a one and done. I don't do dizzy rides. <laughs> I like it. Well, you can take Michaela. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then we also have other things going on. While we're there, which is going to be a lot of fun. Maybe a few other surprises that pop, pop up. So the next thing that we're going to be doing on Saturday night is we're going to give kids the world. I'm very excited about that. I've seen pictures and videos. It looks beautiful. So that's how this trip actually originated. We were invited out to go to give kids the world for their... Night of a Million Lights. Yes, that, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to this. And it, it, all the lights were donated by Walt Disney World. Yeah, yeah. last year they donated three million lights to the event. Because last year was the first time they ever did this event. So we're on year two. But here's some exciting things about year, year two compared to year one. So, year one, they only expected about ten to 15,000 people to show up for this event. But through different platforms like YouTube channels and podcasts and platforms like that, they actually had about 90,000 people show up to this event. A lot more than what they expected. So, that, that was really cool. The unfortunate thing is last year... They weren't allowed to have any of the Wish families there. They couldn't grant any wishes last year. So when people went to visit, it was an empty village. The cool thing about this year is there is actually going to be Wish families on site. And because there are Wish families on site, they are limiting um, the guests to two-hour windows. That way, the kids who are there for their wishes are not being exposed to a big amount of people. Yeah, it's just to prevent crowding so it's not doesn't get overcrowded. So we're gonna be there we're gonna be there for our two hour window. We're we got VIP passes so we're gonna do a we're gonna be at a dessert party while we're there. We get a one a one hour access to to a certain section and then we're gonna be able to check out the village all 
decked out for Christmas. I hear it's pretty crazy light displays that are there. And uh, we also get to take a tram around, and they actually bring you to a section where some of the families are staying. And you just drive through, and you actually see some of the houses that some of the families are staying in. And they even deck out the houses that they're staying in, too. So some of the houses that these kids and their families are staying in are com completely, you know, Chevy Chase Christmas lit up. So it'll be really cool to see that. Sounds really great. Yeah, and they, they have all kinds of sponsors that came in and decorated houses as well, too. So they have some themed houses, like Walt Disney World did a house, Universal Studios did a house. Yeah, so you get to see some of the different sponsors that are there. There's going to be different treats you can get. I hear Boston Market is on site selling some of their food, which is pretty good because they are one of the sponsors. And again, live stream, that one is most likely going to be on the podcast channel. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. We'll keep everyone updated, but that will be a live stream as well while we're there. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to going to Kid Kids the World Night of a Million Lights. So that is probably going to be about it. We got to go get some rest, get get everything ready to head out. You almost ready? I am ready now. Can we just go to the airport right now? Negative Ghost Rider. Shucks. <laughs> so we will keep everyone updated. We'll be posting. We'll be doing live streams. There'll also be some vlog-like videos that we posted in the group and also in the podcast channel. So again, the group's name is The Hearts of Disney. That's on Facebook. And then you can also find our podcast page, The Hearts of Disney Podcast. So check those out. Want to join the group? We will see you there. And consider giving our podcast page a like. Other than that, I think we're going to wrap this. We're going to wrap this up. Yeah, we're going to wrap this baby up. <laughs> but thank you for taking the time out of your days to listen to us and give us a chance. All right. So we will talk to you guys when we get back. Again, just keep your eyes peeled for the different posts. And remember, be the reason that somebody's day is magical. See you guys later.